Welcome to Culture Zeit. Um, I'm here with Celine Crawford, who's the Chief Communications Officer at Smarkets in the UK. Um, Celine, do you want to tell us a bit about your background and a bit about Smarkets and why company culture is, is important to you? Yes, thank you, Stephen. Really happy to be here. Um, so I'm currently working at Smarkets. Smarkets is a financial technology company. We basically use a financial trading technology to facilitate trading on politics, sports, current affairs, and making the betting industry fairer and more transparent. Originally, I started my career in banking more than 13 years ago. Um, I came over from Lebanon, where I'm originally from. Uh, but before that, I lived in Germany, Nigeria. So I, I wanted to, to be part of a very multicultural company. Um, today at Smarkets, I look after the communication side of the company. I sit on the leadership team and I also oversee the people side. So culture has always been really important to me. Um, and really the idea of finding a tribe or creating a culture that people want to join, especially after having spent you know, more than 10 years in a very hierarchical organization um, with a very little culture in banking. It was something that I was looking for and I'm very happy to say that I found it at Smarkets. Very nice. Um, it sounds like a super multicultural background, right? Uh, Lebanon, Germany, Nigeria, and then London as well. Yeah. You've, wow. Um, so I'd, I'd love to know a bit about, um, because I, I always find it fascinating working in a place where there's so many nationalities or so so much rich uh, cultural diversity. Um, what about, what did your background, how did that shape you in, in what you kind of uh, try to create at Smarkets? Um, I think, you know, it just really broadens your mind. So, I mean, having lived in completely different cultures on completely different continents, coming to London, it's a great opportunity to kind of carry that forward. Um, and at Smarkets, you know, because tech is 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 a big financial financial and tech hub in, in London, you attract so many amazing brains that, you know, want to come and learn um, some more. I mean, today, we're about 140 people and we have 35 nationalities. So, um, so many languages are spoken at Smarkets, but we make a rule that everybody speaks English um, so that people aren't left out of conversations and they really feel as included as possible. So I think, you know, the, the fact that I've probably lived in different countries that other people have creates a really rich diversity. Um, and, you know, people today talk a lot about di gender diversity, but I think it's important to think about, you know, neurodiversity, um, racial diversity, and really just the diversity of thought. And I feel we really have that here because of, you know, so many um, different people working at Smarkets. Nice. And how do you feel that um, you go above and beyond to create that kind of atmosphere, right, with all that diversity? Because I think you're, you're very right. I think it's very nice that, um, you know, you've moved abroad to, to do this role. I myself have moved abroad to do, to do my role mm -hmm. as well. So you have much more empathy, I think, for understanding the journey that people go on, which I think is helpful. Um, but then obviously you get the questions like diversity is not just about the nationalities as well. It, it's, it's about many, many facets, as you, as you said. Um, what, what, do you, what do you think you do special at Smart? It's not just hiring people from different countries or with different backgrounds, but what, how do you think you encourage this uh, more diverse thought within Smart? I think, yeah, I think that's a really good question. I mean, first of all, you know, London being such an expat community, I think when people come uh, to work in a company, they're not only looking for work, they're also looking for friends, you know, they're looking for 
like almost a home away from home. So, you know, we're no longer in this age where people are simply looking at a job description. Um, but I think in terms of the diversity, there's one key value that I really love at Smart Kids that I think helps people to share who they are. It's really just about openness and bringing your whole self to work. So I remember working in banking, there was really this clear separation between, you know, who I was at work and who I was at home. And it was literally almost, you know, as soon as I wore my kind of business suit, that personality narrowed down and changed to what was expected um, from me when I walked into the doors of the banks. And I think we really tried to remove that layer and that mask here at Smarkets, which actually is much more difficult. Like it's much more difficult to come and be vulnerable and say, hey, this is who I am, you know, the good things, the bad things, uh, instead of saying, right, this is your you know, your your kind of role play for, for the day, you know, just fit into that box. Um, mm -hmm. So really telling people that we want them to be who they are and that they have um, the freedom to express themselves and the freedom to really, you know, be um, how they want and, and, you know, say to us what matters to them, because it'll be different for every person you know you and i might value you know openness and honesty someone else might value the fact that it's a meritocracy you know we're all looking for different things at different stages of our life so i think that's something we've managed to do really well here mm, nice and i guess your your role is pretty key to this right i mean as the chief communications officer just drawing on my own experience i think it's how much you talk about these things right like because you need to creating this it's okay just putting on a value or something like this or writing it on the wall but you know you have to tell stories about this you have to communicate it well uh, for people to really really feel it right and so so how does your role play into that do you do you talk a lot about it how how do you how do you communicate this all the time yeah, I mean, Stephen, that's, that's absolutely right what you say. So, I mean, if I can share a story with you going back a bit to when I first joined Smarkets, we were just 20 people about, you know, four years ago. Um, and we were reading this book called Reinventing Organizations by Frédéric Laloux, which really talks about the different cultural um, models that you could have, you know, going from a very dictatorial type of company, which is the red model, to going to very open neural network type teal model. Um, and so one of the key things that resonated in that book was that if the leadership team or the people in the company didn't embrace the change that you were trying to implement, then it was surely going to fail. Um, and so that 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 was very important for me when we started thinking about initiatives and, you know, really leading by example to make sure that the people on the leadership team were also, you know, embracing those values because otherwise it was kind of a waste of time. So personally for me, you know, the things that are very important to me, I speak very openly about it. Um, I've been through, you know, really tough times last year and it was really a choice, like a decision, you know, do you talk about what you're going through or do you just kind of compartmentalize it away? Um, and I felt the more I spoke about it and the more I was open about, for example, you know, going to therapy after coming back from maternity leave, the more people came to me and asked me about, you know, hey, what's our counseling policy or, you know, what are we doing for mental health? And I think that really galvanizes people if they feel you're being your, you know, authentic self. Yeah, yeah, it's really it's really good that you, you speak about these things. And actually, I just... Um, 
we'll move on to the the mental health uh, initiative topics um uh, soon but i think um i actually read this reinvented what you just said just really resonated with me because i read this book about 10 years ago this reinventing organizations and i Mm -hmm. just thought actually this is probably where it comes from that i have a when i joined some up as well i have a, a really drove for making sure that we really believed in what we were doing right that as a leadership team we were completely understood uh the challenges that that we will face and that we really are on the same page and we really we truly believe what we're trying to become as a company right because uh it can obviously fracture and down the organization if if you don't truly believe as a leadership team what you're what you're talking about uh in terms of yeah if you want to be innovative if you you know want to be transparent all of these things right so um no i think that's a a really great point and i would love to um just before we move on to the other topics i would love to get your your take on um sort of how you create this because it sounds like all the stuff that you're doing is also trying to create a bit of a culture of innovation which is also mm-hmm. what what we're trying to do here at sum up like bringing your we also communicate a lot about hey you should really bring your full self to what you should be completely who you are because this in this creates this um real openness in the culture and then creates this psychological safety right within teams which allow mm-hmm. then people to do their best work um to speak up which allows ultimately hopefully innovation to happen right mm-hmm. um and is this a, a real drive because what you said you worked in banking and what the mm-hmm. thing i always hear about banking is even now right that they they try to that you usually hear that all oh, the banks banks are trying to innovate to catch up with a lot of the kind of disruptors in the industry but obviously they find it very very hard to innovate because ultimately by nature they're a bit of a controlling company right or a controlling kind of the way that they do their work by probably the history has been to control things whereas innovation is a bit about letting go right absolutely um is this what did did your kind of experience in banking kind of drive you uh, you think and form you in kind of everything you're doing now yeah i mean i always believe in kind of either you know going away from something and going towards something and i'm uh, you know i'm not gonna lie when i was in banking i was really trying to get away from everything rather than i knew that you know other companies existed and had this great culture and i wanted to go towards those um but i think you're absolutely right you know what i find really funny um is that i think the big corporations they think that um you know to become a tech company or to become cool to attract you know um engineers and and good talent you need the three f's you know the three f's like food foosball and kind of floor space um and <laughs> yep. so it really it really makes me laugh when you know you have a big asset manager or company say yeah we're really cool now we, we have a ping pong table we have foosball and i think that's absolutely not the point you know people don't join a company because there's free food or foosball you know they want to come here for the values and so you touch on very important values so obviously being a tech company innovation is extremely important to us but it doesn't stop at the tech innovation it's really the innovation in people and innovating with people is very difficult um because you know you try to iterate slowly i mean i know you guys have grown from 600 to 2000 you know we've had kind of a smaller journey but even with that even going from 20 to 100 that's a huge journey in cultural shift and making sure that you're not losing those values uh, for example of openness and transparency and that's really a great challenge um to to make sure that the leadership team but also the individuals in the company understand you know what is it like to work here what are the things that we stand for what are the things we don't stand for um so that we can continue to grow together yeah Great. Um and I'd love to uh 
I'll sort of talk a bit more about uh, what you alluded to earlier, um, mental health initiatives in, in your company. I think this is something super important. We we kicked off a lot of um, a lot of things internally because we wanted to create, um, just to give you kind of our experience at sum up. Mm. One thing it started with was, was a campaign we created called It's Up To Us. And uh, obviously playing on the nice sum up name there. Uh, but yeah. it was about, about kind of like how we behave in the company to create an environment where we take ownership of it as people. And it's not driven by the HR team. It's not driven by yeah. any one person but that we all take ownership of the culture that we create here. Mm-hmm. And then off the back of that, we drove a lot of, um, you know, whether it was Mental Health Awareness Day, and um, we had a really open discussion in the company uh, with people really drawing on their own experiences, like you said, about about what they've been through in the past. And and I think we have, we're, we're creating a really good dialogue here, which I think is mm-hmm. really important because I think when you grow so fast or in this modern world, you have a lot of kind of, things that go on in your life or lots of inputs from it could be your home country right mm-hmm. um, maybe you don't like the politics you're busy in work you're away from your family there is many things that you need to uh, contend with um, and it can be tough for people and I think we don't have an appreciation of these things and one thing just to draw on my own experience we had it that our offsite for my team um, just last week. And one thing that we really worked on was understanding what burnout was. How can we support each other during this period where we need, we're all very busy. We're all doing multiple roles and we're hiring also people to help take the load off and to, and to help take us to the next level as a team. Mm. But obviously we know we're aware that this isn't going to happen overnight, right? Um, you're not going to have all the people you need. And and even when you do, there will be the next, uh, things that you need to kind of work on. So, um, we, we were consciously wanting to talk about it. So we looked at the theory of what is burnout what does it look like how can we support each other how can we come together as a team to make sure that we really help each other um and i think that was quite a nice step uh, openly talking about it and people also um brought about their own uh, uh situations that they faced in the past which which i thought was amazing and makes me also very happy to work in a place where you can talk openly about these things mm. um on yeah. a daily basis and i think that's what what really makes uh, actually, I, that for me, that that's what makes me happy to come to work. Right, you're growing as a person. Uh, you work with great people. Uh, you're not just learning in your job. You're growing as a person, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think is is great. Um, I'd love to know, you know, what are you guys um, looking on its uh, working on its markets? Mm-hmm. Uh, what what do you think is important in this area? Uh, I think it's yeah. a very important topic that people are just starting to scratch the surface of. One thing that we do. Uh, at sum up is we've just signed up for we had um we had an employee assistance program as well where where all employees can get uh, external help uh, if they need it on anything coaching um counseling um if they're facing situations in their personal life or in work uh, we use uh, lifeworks for that now we've mm-hmm. just uh, we just gone with uh, those guys um but yeah, I would love to know like what what your thoughts are on it, and you you definitely seem much more uh, uh, much more aware of all these topics than myself. So I'll stop speaking now <laughs> and let you give us an overview of what you're doing and what you sure. think is the practices for people. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, I'm very passionate about mental health. I actually was on a leadership program recently, and um, one of the professors there from Stanford was talking about burnout, and she was saying that the cost of burnout in dollar terms is as high as the cost of cancer on population per annum. And that figure, you know, that really kind of stuck with me that, you know, it, it, it's really something that we can actually avoid and that we can all start to help 
on a personal level, as you say, but also, you know, on an organizational level. So, I mean, one of our values at SmartCuts is really the nurturing value. So we, we create an environment where people, as I said before, you know, come here, they feel like it's a home away from home and they can be themselves. Um, so very much like you, we have this um, counseling policy where we pay for 75% for employee counseling. And um, I would say that at the height of it, one in eight employees um, were utilizing it. And people always ask me, oh, you know, are you alarmed because more people are using it? And, and I always think, no, of course, on the contrary, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that people feel that they're confident, you know, to trust that they can come forward and, and make use of it. And for whatever reason, as you say, it could be work-related, it could be something happening in their personal life, you know, it could be, you know, they're having trouble communicating, you know, whatever it is, I think it's a, a really powerful tool to be giving people. And and personally, I, I've been using that as well. And I always say to, um, you know, to employees, you know, you shouldn't feel ashamed about saying that you go to therapy. Um, you know, mental health is super important. You know, why do we brag about going to the gym, but we don't brag about, you know, going to, to see a therapist and going to the brain gym in a way. There's so much taboo around that. And I'm really, really trying to break that. So that's that's one thing that, that we have currently. The second thing that we implemented, which I think, I mean, it sounds quite small, but it's something that people really enjoy. And I think it's quite valuable. We run these little sessions called tete-a-tete, which in French means kind of head to head, but really it's more of a, like a heart to heart. Um, and we, we get together in small groups um, and we kind of, you know, talk to each other, what's on our mind, what are the things we're, we're struggling with. And it just creates this kind of environment where people feel that they have someone to talk to. Sometimes we have really large groups and we go into smaller people. Sometimes it's literally be, been me uh, and one other person. So they're really flexible and it depends, you know, who's, um, who's needing to talk. And I think that's been very important for us. Um, obviously, you know, we also have like a meditation room, we do yoga, and we really try to, we have a gym, a very tiny gym, but still a gym, you know, we try to make sure that people um, feel welcome, um, and, you know, have these initiatives. But what's really important for me is, you know, the iteration of these values. So when I first joined Smarkets, you know, we were 20 people, there were no parents in the company, we didn't even have a maternity paternity policy. And now fast forward four years, we have all these lovely initiatives that we're doing. And these have all come from employees you know they've all come from people that have said you know we need this how about this how about that and I think that's how it should be it should really be a bottom-up um, flow of ideas and not only you know leadership teams saying in a top-down way you know this is what we're going to offer people mm. yeah it sounds like you're doing some some very nice stuff and you really care about the people as well which is which is fundamentally I think um, what is going to create a great a great workplace, right? Listening to people, trying to understand how they feel about things, and being able to adapt and 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 try to, yeah, try to make it better, right? It's like constant iterations, like you say. It's it depends on the, the life cycle, where you are as a person, where you are as a company, um, all of all of these things. Because I think uh, most startups are uh, like go on the journey that you that you described, right? You're 20 mm. people, you're all in a room together. No one, <laughs> no one, everyone just works 24 hours a day no one uh, no one really has weekends and then all of a sudden you need to mature as a company and you need to you need to also maybe uh, attract um maybe more senior talent people. and different yeah. people right and mm. and they uh, and then also you grow as a person and you change and your life changes and and you have to be able to to kind of um yeah really talk openly i think it comes down to how how open you are as a leadership team to challenge each mm. other right yeah. um 
I remember actually when I had my second second child, uh, I was at a leadership team meeting and, and someone said, oh, but if you're part of the leadership team, then no, this has to come first. And I said, well, I totally disagree. Uh, mm-hmm. my, my kids and family come first and, and I won't be doing things at the weekend and things like this. And, yeah. uh, and it was it was interesting, though, because, you you know, most people, I think, would um, would just maybe if you're not very comfortable uh, in that setting right whether you think okay i need to I, yes i need to now work the weekends this is what people want but if you're comfortable enough to have that conversation and challenge things then the whole company can change right because Absolutely. we sat down after that we sat down and said oh yeah maybe we need to think about different perspectives now uh, this was a couple of years ago right and we were trying to think what company are we who do we become and really from there uh and many other things right but but we really started to understand a lot more about each other like get working agreements figure out how we all work like let's talk about this openly so that we mm-hmm. don't put don't put people in a bad situation where they feel like oh now i have to uh think about work and not about my children at the weekend or something like that right so i think yeah. In my opinion, it comes down to how comfortable you are at having those conversations and how open is your culture to to listening and understanding other people's perspectives on things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's so true what you say. And and to be honest, I think in big corporations, men almost have it a little bit worse when it comes to parenting because there's still, you know, this big idea that you know your wife is going to pick up the kids and like she's going to be taking care of everything so men even feel worse to you know for example leave a board meeting because they have to pick up kids you know they're never going to be transparent about that and as you say it really takes that one person to start you know saying with no qualms whatsoever I need to leave because I'm picking up my child and just normalize it and make it just part of you know normal life and Mm -hmm. so it's really really important um, that people speak up and are very transparent and um, I, I couldn't agree more really with yeah. everything you're saying yeah and um, I mean my my wife works full-time and um, and I, I even put now in my calendar from 4 30 in on three nights a week I say like or I actually do it all week but I say don't book me for this I'm going to pick up my kids like visible yeah. in my calendar yeah. um, because uh, I'm not sure which days I pick them up right changes week to week and mm-hmm. uh, but uh, yeah I make sure that this is visible and I think this changes and I think it's good to talk about these things right I think we were also saying at this off I was referencing that we should also say if we need a mental health break or we need a mental health day off and not just say oh I'm sick today you know because then Mm. we we know we can support each other a bit more right if we're honest about it um and I so but but I didn't think as a leader I I need to be the first one to also say uh yes I'm having a mental health day or you know I need a break so I actually did it after the offsite I was quite tired after the offsite and I said look I'm not going back to the office Um, I'm going to go to the gym and go to the sauna and then (laughs) pick up the kids (laughs) early and (laughs) here's a selfie (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) Uh, no I agree I mean it's so important I you know it's so we have a responsibility maybe because I'm a parent now I don't know if you feel that way but like I feel I have a responsibility to kind of create a better world you know for my kid and um, you know he often comes to smart with me um, he knows everyone here he kind of runs around they kind of have seen him grow grow up as well um, and I think it's just so important to show people that you know you you can have it you know it's going to be tough at some point to try and balance everything trying to balance your own guilt your own pressures that you put yourself 
um, and you know what society tells you you have to do. But I think if you're on this journey, if you share it with people, first of all, they give you fresh perspective. Second of all, it can be really inspirational to show you know vulnerability so that people don't always try to put up this front of like, oh, I'm managing everything, I'm perfect, I don't have any you know weaknesses, and and I have to put up this this strong front. You know, I want to lean in, so I'm gonna dial into every single um, conference call, and I'm gonna work ten times harder coming back from maternity or paternity to show that nothing's changed. I mean, this is immense pressure that we put ourselves and that really starts affecting our mental health. So, you know, I think it's very important to be open and honest about the challenges. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. All right. I think that was, I mean, it's, uh, I've really enjoyed the conversation, but I would love to sort of, uh, is there anything else, any other pearls of wisdom about company (laughs) culture or about um, any advice you would give to anyone who's listening? What would you, what would you tell them when they're on this journey that you've been on? Sure. I mean, there's one more thing I really want to talk about that um, is very important to me that I'm proud of that we do at Smarkets and it's transparent salaries. Um, so from when we started reading reinventing organizations even though you know we've really evolved into really the markets way we don't do you know what page 15 on the, of the book says but this idea of openness and transparency has always resonated because it also fits within the mission of the business which is to you know bring transparent pricing um, to the betting markets and so you know when we were about 25 people we decided to make all salaries at markets transparent and the reason for that was really to combat not only the gender gap or the racial gap but really sometimes it's a case of personality you know you can be a very shy engineer or very shy employee and you're not going to be negotiating as hard as someone who maybe has a stronger personality or let's say you know you're on a visa um, and you're coming over so you you don't really have um you know, the, the strong hand at the table to be able to, to set your salary, we, we wanted to kind of turn that on its head. So, I mean, one piece of advice I would love to give people about that is that even if they're not ready about, you know, on, on making their salaries completely public and open, there's other ways that you can make sure that people understand, you know, where they sit, maybe in a banding system or how they can go from A to B and how that compares to other peers. Because I just remember in banking, there were so many what we call golden handshakes, for example. So people would join a company that would get giant bonuses or you would find out in the pub that, you know, your male counterpart, <clears throat> sorry, is is paid much more than you for, you know, no, no good reason that you can understand. Um, and so I think this idea of fairness and this idea of meritocracy is very, very important. But yeah. I think going back to, um, you know, what advice I would give is really, If you're looking to join a company, make sure that the values of the company resonate with your values, um, because these will be different for different people. Um, And and make sure that people allow you to be, in a way, the CEO of your own job, you know, whatever you're doing, that you have this ownership that you can create. Because, yes, you know, I came from banking. I didn't really know what I was going to be doing at Smarkets initially. You know, I'm not I'm not a technical person. Um, And I just kind of, you know, shaped my own job description. And as you know, in startups in the beginning, you kind of do everything. But as you've pointed out, you know, as you grow, you need to start specializing a little bit. And if you are with a company that lets you do that and, and tries to understand how you're trying to develop, I think that's really, you know, magic. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great advice. And um, I would love to pick your brains a bit a bit more about that. Maybe we can do that at another time because uh, we've been having many discussions like this. Obviously, when you get to, uh, I, I think, 
the general uh, conversation is that it needs to be part of the DNA, right? When you're very, you have to decide on this at a very kind of, you can always change, but mm -hmm. I think it, it needs to be part of the general, of the DNA of the company, right? So like you yeah. said, you, you implemented this when you were 20 people mm -hmm. and then everyone who joins from then knows this is how you do things at, yeah. at, uh, at Smarkets, right? So they're complete, and then you need to be super honest and say, this is Smarkets, this is, this is our company. So, so if do you want to be part of this? And this is all the good stuff and the bad stuff that comes with that, right? Are you ready to, to join us on this mission? And mm -hmm. then you'll get the people that, that are really interested in this stuff, right? And it's harder when you're a, a bigger company to say, okay, we're going to change these things because not everyone is going to be on board with it. They might have joined mm -hmm. for different reasons. So I think it needs to be part of the DNA and you really need to, to live, and breathe, uh, live and breathe this because I've also seen when open, transparent salaries go wrong as well yes. in many, many stores. Um, yes. But I think um, if it's part of the DNA, then I think it, it can really anything can really work if you're true to yourself and you're honest with how you really want to do things. Um, and I think, uh, but as you say, I think great advice that you can actually do. There are other ways that you can do things, right? So, mm -hmm. um, you know, you can have like career levels or mm -hmm. career steps and then you can have brackets and people can yeah. know where they sit within the organization. Are they paid fairly when new people mm -hmm. come in? Um, have they been paid? Uh, they've been paid a certain amount because of their experience that they bring in their job role and their skill set, right? So all of these things go to making, creating clarity in the organization, which exactly. then allows people to have more impact right you don't want people to be sat there uh, being resentful or annoyed because they've heard that this person is paid more you know or whatever right so you need to remove all of those things as much as possible yeah um i completely agree and you know what you say about clarity is so crucial because you know as you're growing you're going to get people of different tenures and you know the company will have evolved even if in in small ways and it's very important to reiterate to people you know this is how we do things here this is what we stand for um so yeah i mean we can talk <laughs> for hours about this yeah. <laughs> perfect well it was it was it's been really nice uh, talking to you do you have any last words of uh, words of wisdom for anyone anything you want to say any any final words um i guess you know what i would like to say is that you know what got you here won't get you there right that's something that i i always think about you know so in 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 tech obviously it's very normal to iterate but it's just going back to the iteration of people so we're going to grow as people personally we're going to grow, grow as people um, in an organization and just try to remind yourself that you know applying what you did before is not going to help you where you're going to get so try and be open and try to experiment even though it might lose you a few people or you might get things wrong that's where the journey is yeah no for great advice and this was this is exactly this is one of my mantras as well i think two, two two years ago we start we were saying this with everything we did look what got us here won't get us there right we have yeah. to change the way we work to change the way we do things and and actually i've been feeling it, it popped back into my head recently because i think we're exactly we're at that stage again now mm. so what got us here is not what's going to take us to the next yeah. everything's changed and exactly. um, i need to rethink um you know everything that we're kind of uh, thinking about in the future which is a, a nice challenge to have i think you have to constantly iterate improve uh, you know and and look at those things yeah, yeah agreed Celine, it's been a it's been a pleasure. So I'll I'll stop recording now. Um, do you want to say goodbye? And where can people find you if they? Um... Sure. Um, so you can find me on LinkedIn, um, Celine Crawford. You know, feel free to reach out. And um, yeah, it's been lovely speaking to you. Soon.